What up, TikTok? Hey, hope everybody's having a great Friday. Hey, don't let anything that's negative in your life dictate the rest of your life. Does that make sense? Hey, we all go through some hard times. We all go through some emotional stressors, maybe at work, maybe at home, whatever it may be. Don't let that dictate who you are and how you react to the rest of the things that life throws at you. Does that make sense? Like if you're feeling pissed off and angry all morning or all day, you're gonna take that energy and you're gonna present it to everybody else that surrounds you, your loved ones, your soldiers, whoever it may be. You're gonna use that negative energy and it's just gonna make everything worse. Try to be positive, pick something positive in life that's going really well, use that positive energy and let that dictate the rest of your day. We can harp on the negatives, we can harp on the bad things that are going on in life. It's not gonna help us. It's not gonna help us move forward. Stay strong, keep pushing, drive on, happy Friday. What's up trash talkers? Hitting you up this morning with a special promo on how to dress when you're doing PT in civilians but you want everybody to know you're an army. This comes from the Buddy Beckwith fashion design of how to work out. So first, you can notice the RI panties. Not Ranger panties, but Ranger instructor panties. The green socks, the knee brace for the old guys. Don't forget the M frames. Now the shirt, don't wear the trash talk shirt while you're running. This is just for the promo. You wanna put on like an 80 second shirt or like your favorite airborne shirt. So everybody knows that you're a veteran. That's the most important thing. And you start with this stretch. Buddy Beckwith taught me this one. Ready to go. So, I'm walking out of the gas station and my co-worker, who's an old MP, but we still claim him, uh, and he's, has engaged the man in conversation. Not much for conversation with strangers, but he's got the he's got the tab, so. As I walk by, I say airborne, and the man responds with, and I quote, Oorah. So, after I instructed my co-worker to slash every single tire before he put the car in gear, I looked for the biggest rock. Uh, as I crow hopped to throw it through his back window so he can stop posing as one of us, um, I actually wake up and realize that the man's ignorance had incapacitated me for a moment and I was daydreaming. I mean, because in that moment you got two options. I chose the third option and said, incorrect, that's an incorrect response. And I kept walking, the man said nothing and he pulled away. So you tell me. What is it, a stolen valor thing? No Marine's gonna have an airborne tab and no paratrooper's gonna say, hitting oorah. So, you tell me, stolen valor. Hey y'all, going to work. I left, babe, I left you a on the on the refrigerator. I love y'all, I'm gonna go. Hey, go get dressed, get ready for school. You're doing great. Chewing around, chewing along, chewing along. Shit! Bad guys! Stop! Let me break it down, Barney. This is the Veteran Trash Talk Hour, hosted by Nick, Dave, Joe, and Buddy. Real warriors making fun of other real warriors. Trash
try to not get triggered. <laughs> Today's show is brought to you by the Farkas Group at the Veterans Mortgage Source. Are you looking for a team you can trust for your mortgage needs? The Farkas Group is our trusted partner on the podcast. I served with Zach, and he will definitely give you the best rate possible. Their goal is to educate veterans across the country on their earned VA home loan benefit. If you're looking to purchase or refinance your home, reach out to these guys. For competitive rates or any information you may need on obtaining a VA mortgage for your property, they are licensed in multiple states. If they are not licensed in the state that you live in, they will still give you the advice that you need and the rates you should be looking for. What's up, everybody? Happy Saturday. Welcome to episode 88 of the Trash Talk Hour. Shout out to our sponsors, Zach Farkas with The Veterans Mortgage Source. Check them out at Zach Farkas at vmsloans.com. 10th Mountain Whiskey, check them out at 10thwhiskey.com. Type in VTT and get a discount. Special guest today is retired Lieutenant Colonel Dr. Richard Comets. He is a senior vice president of American Corporate Partners. And today I'm joined by Nick, Buddy, and Joe. So I really didn't want to talk about this at all because it's kind of all over you social do what media. You're told. Yeah, shut up, Nick. Um, it's all over <laughs> social media. And uh, I figured we'd kind of get everybody's we kind of get everybody's take on the Chris Rock and Will Smith situation that occurred at the award ceremony. So here's my take on all of it. First of all, Will Smith, you slap like a bitch, okay? I think, uh, you know, Nick did a good one on TikTok. We had a funny video up there, Will Smith from Philly, and then somebody from Brooklyn, you know, just takes the heat, you know, no problem. So, uh, Chris, great job taking that slap. Personally, I think it should have never occurred. I would have loved to see somebody like Joe Rogan up there hosting the show, <laughs> and I would have liked to see what Will Smith would have done, or somebody at, you know, that had maybe a bigger statue, you know, like a larger person than Chris, because Chris is kind of a small guy, like you know? Tyson. Yeah, Mike Tyson hosting the show. Like, Will Smith, have you really impression. done that? And then the fact that he was laughing, you know, when the joke actually occurred, and then he looked at, you know, his wife, and she started frowning. It's like, all right, I got to do this. You know, I got to go up there and do it. And then for the simple fact that he was able to stay on the show afterwards and receive an award on national television, that had me a little triggered. I'm not going to lie. Like, in my opinion, again, this is my opinion. You can hate me for whatever you, you know. The media, yeah, lies and all that good stuff. But uh, he should have been kicked out of the building and shouldn't have been allowed to receive an award on national TV. You know, I think if it would have been somebody else, I'm not going to go into details, but that person probably would have been kicked out. Let's just leave it at that. And then also the conspiracy, the, uh, you know, around it says, you know, that it was staged. Like people are saying that like Chris, you know, put his left foot forward or his right foot forward. And then he kind of tucked in his chin, like just waiting to get slapped so that it was all staged, you know, to be a massive cover up on, um, you know, other things that are going on in the world, maybe like Russia, Ukraine or whatever it may be. And it so, happened at the beginning to increase the yes, ratings. Yes, yes. Great point. So that's uh, just my take. I think, you know, again, he shouldn't have been allowed there. He should be banned never to be on national TV again, slapping <laughs> another individual, like uh, especially at an award ceremony. You know, you just don't do that. But uh, we'll get the panel's take on it. We'll see what's up. Joe, what do you got? Uh, for... Oh, roll the video then. Yeah, let's yeah, do it. Yeah, you can roll the video. You should... Roll the roll 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 Damn it, Muffinson. Go ahead, Joe. Um, go ahead, Joe. Well, you know, okay, here we go. Like, will the laughing part and then looking over at Jada and all this stuff. Yeah. Say it's not staged, okay? I'm going to go. I'm going to give you both sides. Say it's not staged. 
he ran out of ideas, bro. And it makes me think that there's something else going on with mm -hmm. him to where he, not not today. It was a bad day. He got caught on the wrong one. And he realized, like, okay, everybody's laughing. And here's yeah. the thing. You disrespect my wife even halfway. I'm going to check you. But it's like, what's your first check? Is it a slap in the face? No, man. A slap in the face is when you run out of ideas. So he just got super triggered. But you know, you're at an okay. award ceremony. Like, that's exactly. what a comedian does. Oscars. He roasts people. Yeah, you know, he roasts hey. people. That, that's a comedian's Chris Rock job. Will go down as, that'll go down as one of the greatest all-time roasts. Look at the result it got. Chris Rock <laughs> yeah. won all day. He won yeah. all day long. He won. I'm going to win in okay. court, too. But, uh, yeah, exactly. Now, coming from Will's side, okay, Dave, we talked about it, and I've got a Yeah, bit yeah, of we a talked checkered. about that this morning. Okay. Yeah. I've got a bit of a checkered pass. Don't drink and drive. But listen, here's the deal. I'm going to take you guys to a story from prison. Mm -hmm. All right. And I'm going to tell you how it relates to Will's Earmuffs. All right, here earmuffs. we go. You just got to say earmuffs, Joe, and the kids don't listen. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They're good. Joe actually just recently had his teardrop tattoo removed. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because yeah, that, that, kill, that kill wasn't confirmed. That's why. There <laughs> was no big miss. Actually, he died, he died of infection, <laughs> not from the stab. Teardrop my ass. Like, the miracle I can vote. Uh, no, no, I'm just kidding. All right, listen. So, all right, a guy had stolen from me, and everybody knew about it. And so everybody was watching as I got approached by a guy that said, hey, he just said that you're not going to do anything about it. You're not going to get paid. And at the moment, I'm sitting there with all these eyes on me, and I'm making the walk to the cell going, son of a bitch, I'm doing this. I'm really going to smack this guy. And uh, I think that's probably what Will was thinking on his approach. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what to do or say when I get there to make up for it or save face. So I'm going to do the one thing I know he can't retaliate with, and I'm going to smack it. So, you know, in that, that moment. Ass, and the joke wasn't Will, even bad. Will the joke was like. had to save face, and that was what his idea was. So really all he did was run out of ideas and get triggered. And, and Nick, what's your shirt say? Quit being a triggered pansy. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> And, and real quick, real quick, before you go, Nick, and I guess, you know, the other... The other is, how, e how easy is it to say, keep my wife's name out of your mouth yeah. before doing any of that? Because he said it afterwards. Because right. that's so, probably going to be my the G.I.J. Like, hey, the G.I. Jane joke, some people are saying it's actually... Because G.I. Jane was played by Demi Moore, and she was married to exactly. Ashton Kutcher. And Ashton Kutcher, I think, was one of the individuals that had a relationship with his wife. So it wasn't even about the bald head. It was supposedly, you know, because they had an open marriage, and you know, they, that's they just... a that's a really long, <laughs> like, like that's a long circle to get to. Exactly, and, that's like, like a six degree. It does tie in, you know, it does tie in. You're just, in, but, you're just yeah. in denial, buddy. You that's could also some, do that's, like that's some six degrees of Kevin Bacon type. Yeah, knowledge. I was gonna say that's you're almost just too much time wasted just trying to analyze it all, you know. But Nick, what's your or buddy, 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 what's your take on that? First, first take is that I am I'm overdone talking about it. Like it's driving me nuts. Like everybody's oh, got their own exactly. opinion, and like it's it. And there's so many more important things going on than what celebrity slapped another celebrity. Hundred like, percent. You know what I mean? Like I, I like I made that video the other day. That same weekend, our own president called for the uh, removal of a of a foreign leader, and we were just like, mm, but uh, yeah, but Chris Rock. 
got slapped. It's okay, like, they took wait, it back, buddy. They took it back. Wait, what? Yeah, they you know, he didn't back. mean that. He didn't mean that. He meant that the you know a, a billion other different things that that English that he said did not mean. But whatever. That's neither here nor there. Here's the, the here's the Media sad the part about the whole story, though. Like for years and years and years, the African American community has been rightly so bitching about the racism or the systemic racism in that that award ceremony mm -hmm. by itself right we have the first award ceremony that's produced by an african-american man you have an award being given to an african-american man by an african-american man then you have another african-american man coming up and slapping the dude in the middle of the show and it turns into a shit show yeah well, and you basically prove, like, it, even Chris Rock said it himself, yep. what, 10, 15 years ago, when he was like, grand opening, grand closing. You know what I mean? Like, yep. Yep. you can't bitch about something and then compound the stereotype on national or international television um, and and not have any regret about it at all. And, I mean, it seems like... There's a huge uproar about regret. that. Yeah. yeah, but, like, yeah. Will Smith went and partied. He went and did all of his things. He didn't really care. Dude, he got whatsoever. so jiggy with it that night. He was... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Verses and, and it's just... Swiveling it, it his hips. You know, from, from the outside... Yeah, from the outside looking in, it's just... I don't know. It's just sad that the entire thing happened. Because, honestly, how much... How much more power do you exude if you get out of your seat, you walk up, you pull Chris Rock to the side on national television, and you go, hey, bro, you've got about 20 seconds to make an apology right now. I'm going to go back to my seat. I'm going to be calm. But if you don't do make you, that apology, it's not even seconds, that. In I'm my coming opinion, back up here. In my opinion, do it after the show. You're going to oh, get no. roasted. If, you're if, sitting in the front row. Like, I got this it. Is, it's going to happen. I'm a comedian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, it, and that is a whole nother, like, he's a comedian. Ricky Rick, Ricky Gervais, like, completely, like, destroyed them a year yeah. or two ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, with way worse stuff that was true. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. And it, to, it, but at, at the end of the day, just like Joe said, your first, your first option was to go slap a guy you're not even good at slapping like you hit him with your fingers that was, that was shitty on. man it was a bad slap and then like how do you like when it flips through your role makes me look at the movie ali in a whole different context <laughs> yeah. like, dude did like, they make those punches cgi because there's no way I think his wife is right extremely hand, and then that right yeah. hand in well, Chris life, Rock. because one of them looked pretty tough the other one a uh, guy yeah, who played a crackhead in New Jack City, pretty convincingly, by the way. I think Jada is the, extremely took abusive. Took slap and stayed right on his feet and kind of laughed about it. So I, I mean, you know, I'm just saying, he punches like and, Ali. And, I don't and, freaking think so. Okay, I don't. Yeah, think and here's the, here's the other here's the other thing I know. Tupac wouldn't have slapped him. No, he would have shot him. Uh, or, <laughs> well, he would, Tupac or he would have been, been there. Up there. Tupac yeah. wouldn't yeah. have been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The but, history between Jaden and Pac. There's a well, he did. He did. Did he win an Oscar yeah. for Above the Rim? That was a great movie. Yeah. Uh, Poetic <laughs> justice. But anyway, anyway all right. That's, that's my take. take on it. Richard, Richard, or, or Nick, you want to you let our guests go first? Yeah, let, let Richard Richard, go. What, what's your take on the whole thing? Yeah, so my take is that it obviously had to be like the straw that broke the camel's back. Like uh, Joe was kind of saying, he had other issues going on uh, that this just kind of put him over the edge and he didn't know what to do. And he acted in a way where he acted like a fool because he couldn't control himself. I mean, 
we know, like right in the military, people think, oh, all you do is go kill people and break things, but you also have to have some uh, discretion with what you're doing. And yeah. you you basically are no different from an animal if you can't control yourself. Unless you're in the 101st. <laughs> a little bit of self-discipline. <laughs> Under or Colonel Steele. Under Colonel Steele, then you just then you shoot, then you just shoot yeah. everybody. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> not to mention the fact that you know you have to be able to- Look out for retired, Nick. Yeah, yeah. You have to be able right. to laugh, and and if you are uh, affected by what people say about you, it really is, you know, that that shows something about you too. I mean, I wouldn't have any friends. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think I think you're onto something there, Doc. And the other the other thing is, percent of what we not, do is make fun of each other. It's not the it's not your fuck ups that that anybody pays attention to, but like there has been zero like zero effort on will smith's part to show that he's like ah, you know what that's not how i should have yeah. no, no ownership at all done that. yeah yeah, yeah like, exactly. i used to think will we smith was cool man like i love that guy you know and now we, grew, like, we grew up with him yeah he's, he's a like, fresh fresh oh oh by yeah. the way since he's watching Ooh, i'll I tell said, you what listen since he's watching boys you got to hear this i said in west philadelphia born and raised, born and raised. kevin and kevin goes what does that mean? And I said, dude, you're Scottish and weird, man. Because you said oh that you're God. Scottish and weird. That is a part of American culture. If you grew up in the 90s. We did not assimilate, you know, Kevin. Of course, I realized, Kevin, and I said, you know what? You probably knew the theme to MASH, though, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, he, he knew that Good, one. Good take, Richard. Good take. Yeah. Thanks. Nick, Nick, what do All you right. got on that? So, yeah, I guess we'll just roll right into the Book of Earl with this because it, it kind of stays with the same topic. Mm -hmm. Um and those of you who don't know what the book of rural is it's words to live by right if you if you don't live by my book then you're probably not successful so we're just going to you know and again the book of rural is from my failures from my successes and it starts off with right away you know right? chapter one verse one right quit being a triggered pansy okay we all get triggered it happens every day. Every one of us gets triggered. It's how do you respond, right? Are you going to be a pansy about it? Because we've all done it. And I'm not a hypocrite. I'm not judging you for being a pansy because I've become a pansy, right? And it happens. So I have this, uh, you know, you got two takes on it. You got, let's, let's say it's real. Let's say it happened. The big Earl's take, if you read the book of Earl, is that it's a man acting like a child and committing a crime. That's all it is. According to a book that they wrote, it is. Yeah. Well, that, I'm going to get into that in the book of Earl. So the this is the take on the, the conspiracy. If it's true, if it's not a conspiracy and it just happened, right? It's, it's simply just a grown man acting like a child, thinking only about himself, right? His own pride. Right. And doing something stupid to where, like Dave said earlier, if it was any other person, oh, right, yeah. we'd be in jail. And yeah. everybody's like, oh, you have to press charges. Okay. Are there any cops watching? Let me know. Police officers watching. I know there's a few. Right. If, if you see somebody commit a crime, it doesn't matter if the motherfucker press charges or not. That was a fucking right. crime. Right. That's right. yeah. a crime. It's assault. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> That's the, assault, brother. Like, it's, it's when Sorry, the cops don't do know it. yet. It's I when the cops do don't know yet. And they ask you to press charges so they can arrest the person because they don't know the truth yet. Okay. This one is there, like, there's, there's no, like, no, you should no debate. Yeah. There's no debating. Right. So that's it. All right. If it's a conspiracy, right. 
which I think it is. I think it was to get ratings up, right? And because hmm. nobody nobody watches the Oscars anymore. It just doesn't happen. They're the worst year ever last year. They blame COVID. Everybody wants to blame COVID. Um, but other than yeah, that, just, why would you want to watch the Oscars when you're sitting at home stuck at your house? Right, right, right. That's what should have been the highest. True. <laughs> you would should think. have been the highest. That ratings. would have been the highest ratings, though. Yeah, that's, everybody that's, was just used to, that's just and, using that fifth principle, though. Yeah, and then again, if you've watched the commercials lately, you see a lot of main actors on commercials because they're running out of money. Okay, and so that the movie stops and now they're doing commercials. So, yeah, the conspiracy is there. Now, this goes into the book of Ruth. Ethics versus morals. All right. There's a difference for those of you who don't know. And, again, if you pay attention to it, ethics is – I'll give it to Buddy seeing as he goes to the – the the Yale of the South Harvard of the Southeast, excuse me. Ooh. The Harvard of the Southeast. Ooh. Austin Ooh. P. I go to the Yale Ooh, of the Southeast. That was close. Right? You right. almost caught yourself by. You almost yeah. caught yourself one of these yeah. real quick. As you yeah. were. Okay. He's at, so, a, he's at a six. Yeah. Don't get him so to a ten. The Harvard of the Southeast, Austin P. Do you know what ethics is? The definition of ethics. Why would you ask me that question? Because like, it's fun. Right I choose now, business. Like, I choose business. Like, are you talking ethics. about like business business ethics? Actually, the, actually, in my notes, ethics in my are notes the here, uh, organizational norms used to uh, dictate uh, your business and personal dealings within a given organization, i.e., the army or a business or like something like I that. Like it. By the way, the, the industry that was that, that was, was off the dome, homie. By, by the way, in my notes, I was like, somebody will quote Billy Madison when I say that, and it <laughs> the industry it literally the, worked. Okay, so the industry um, is a revolution. Yes. Nib high football rules. Yeah, nib high football rules. Uh, no, uh, yeah, eth- ethics again is what is, is it's a rule, right? It's something that is told to you. It is this is what it, this is the way it is, right? Morals are the way you're raised. What you were taught was right and wrong, right? So sometimes when they make a rule, it clashes with your morals, right? Because think about all the the polarized issues like abortion, all right? And if you don't want to get into the nitty-gritty about it, because we don't want to do that, it's, there might be somebody who just doesn't want his taxpayers paying for abortion because it goes against their morals. It it is nothing against a woman having the right to do something. That person just doesn't want to pay for it, Mm -hmm. all right? Because it crosses their morals. But in today's society, which I will target Buddy here with saying, yeah, we're saying that why are we talking about what celebrities do? We live in America, okay? That's why we're talking about what celebrities do, right? Celebrities are the most important people on the planet in this country, okay? Yeah, that's not what he intended, but that's what happened, all right? So when a celebrity is upset, you all better care, okay? Because because that's that's what gets talked about. And sadly, like, sadly. Like, look how long, look at, and let's go to the right wing. Let's go to the far right. Look at how many people are still pissed off at Colin Kaepernick, right? That motherfucker yeah. hadn't played. It's been like five years, right? And, and, yeah. and they're still. How, how I don't watch just the like NFL. I, I don't watch the NFL because that guy took a knee. <laughs> okay, like like that's cool. Like sorry, right, because because that went against his morals. All right, and now I have a nice rivalry going on with the Warriors of 
Throat Punch Monday. Okay. Uh, so we have our awesome host, Len, rock star, right? She brought on a, a bunch of other people. Uh, last, last time they did a show live, uh, Monica was on there. Uh, the author was on there. I forget her name. Um, I think it's Elizabeth. Uh, but, and then, uh, you know, of course you got, uh, Clifford Bauman on there, but the triggered pansy, you gotta be careful when you start to get a voice. Now, when veteran trash talk realized that we had a voice, we wanted to find something good to do with. So we wanted to promote veteran owned companies. We wanted to do all this other stuff. And yeah, Dave, this might go a little long. Uh, so just to warn you, if you want to go make a drink, Dave gets mad when I talk for a while. Uh, but again, this is why Nick, Joe I'm all I, ears, man. I'm, I'm, I'm saying Joe, 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 Joe and I started a podcast so we could say whatever we wanted. All right. And, and, and talk as long as we want. You just got to deal with sometimes. Um, but so I, I made. Let me break it down Barney style. Right. So Fantastic. exactly. Go get that button. That, that was Dave's dream button that he doesn't try to sell anymore. Um, anyways, we'll get to that later. Uh, <laughs> The the problem here is I shared an opinion about Women's History Month, all right? And my opinion, my personal opinion, was that I don't like it, all right? And nowhere, if you go back and play it, did I ever say that I don't think it should exist, Mm -hmm. all right? And notice, Len, I didn't call you a female warrior, okay? I called you a warrior, Yeah. all right? Because that's what you are. And you said that on the show as well. But again, we get caught in the trap of where now all of a sudden I have to be careful with what I say because it might get construed a different way. And I'm going to call bullshit on that. And I think it's like chapter seven in the book of Earl. I have to look it up. All right. Chapter seven where it says, I call bullshit on my censorship. All right. Ironic, ironic, because yeah. I think it's chapter seven in uh, the uh, animal form too. Right, right. <laughs> so now, now you're saying I'm plagiarizing? Yeah. You think I plagiarized yeah. the book of rules? Uh, you, oh, okay. you may, you may have a couple fine. things in there, um, but you're good. Yeah. It, so I have the freedom to say whatever I want. Right now, I also have to be responsible for what I say. Okay. Wait. So hold on. Are you saying that? There is uh, there is no correlation between freedom and your uh, your responsibility for the consequences of the actions that you take. That almost that freedom doesn't relieve you from consequences. Crazy. Correct. Correct. That's awesome. And that and that's where ethics comes. How that works? That's where ethics (laughs) comes in because we live in a nation of laws. All right, we live in a nation, and states have different laws. States have different ethics. Right? We talk about this on the fifth principle. When you go to a different state, you might not have any common sense in that state because you're ignorant about what goes on there. Right? So it's just, it just is the way it is. And if you, wanna, if you care to learn, if you care to be productive there, then you'll figure out right, what it is. Uh, so the ethics of the country in almost every, in every state, if you hit somebody unprovoked as far as not defending yourself, right, it's a crime. Okay, it's a crime. If you don't like it, the society, whether whatever the ethics say that it's not allowed. Now, your morals, you might be thinking it's okay for a man to stand up for his wife and go up and strike somebody, right? Cool. But here's the problem. Here's where the book of Earl will help your life. Stop 
making everything that happens somehow relatable to your life. Ooh. Okay. And, I, and, I, and, I, and I'm seeing it on Facebook. You see the left and the right. They go nuts whenever something happens. And people don't realize this. I have to write a paper in my Yale of the Southwest uh, master's degree. No big deal. UTEP. All right, buddy. All right. Not, not, gotcha. not Austin gotcha. P. All right. Yeah. So, so I, mean, I, have, I do that. And I've said this on the second. show before. David Banaka, real quick, Nick says, where is the Book of Earl? Right. Uh, in the it's chat. Every, sa every it's, Saturday. Uh, it's every so, Saturday, brother. Yeah, or, or, go to, or go to VTT's Big Earl. Most um, of it is scribbled on bar napkins. Yeah. David, yeah. That's what he's trying to say to you. Yeah, there are a couple. Crayons. Hey, and, and there are a couple drunken videos. There are a couple drunken videos of Earl going, hey, 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 hey. I got, mm. This is a book. This is a book of Earl. <laughs> you, can quote, you can quote me. All right. So, quote, uh, quote yeah. the, run, tell this. Run, tell it. So, Ah, oh, that's awesome. I love, I love it. Um, so again, the ethics say you can't hit somebody of this country. Can't do it, right? And then, so don't make the story about you. Left and right goes nuts. Now, all of a sudden, we got people defending open relationships, right? Like, and saying like, oh, you're just this white noise, you know? And again, if I have an opinion and you think my opinion is coming from a white male, you're a problem, all right? My opinion is coming from the big Earl. It has nothing to do with my skin color, my sex. All right. It's coming from me. All right. If you think, well, that guy's just talking like that because he's black, that you're a problem. All right. Because like he's talking like that because that's who he is. All right. That, that, that's, that's him or her, whatever. Right. Like whatever. That's where we have fallen away from society is where we have to define everything and everything becomes personal. Everything becomes ours. So when we have a story on here, we have a guest on here and all of a sudden it, it hits me so hard because that was me. No, 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 that's the guest, right? That's who's that story that is, right? And yes, we use these stories to help people relate, but don't make my story yours, all right? Mm -hmm. You have your own life, all right? I have my own life. I have my own problems, all right? You got your problems. I have my own successes. You got your successes, right? So real, real short and sweet, again, it's not about you, all right, Will Smith and Chris Rock fighting isn't a racial thing, okay? It's one comedian telling a joke and another adult acting like a child, okay? Jada Smith yep. breaking her husband down on TV, all right? I'm talking about all the guys she's had sex with and how awesome Tupac was inside of her, right? Okay. Oh, I don't I think they ever one. slept. I, I missed that I know, one. I know. It's hey, just, whoa, whoa, remember, remember, whoa, whoa. remember, 10% no. truth. 10% truth. <laughs> so, I so mean, didn't they do <laughs> something like that, Nick, on her show? No, no, no like, they did do it on her show. They did. They she, did go on a show she, and talk about it. She all broke that, yeah. him down based yeah. on how, how good the sex is with other people, right? It's so, so, so again, so again, again, I don't give a shit what they're doing. That's not my story, yeah. right? That's not, that, that's not my life. And then, so you have like this whole thing about, you know, oh, all you guys getting mad about, you know, saying that Will Smith shouldn't stand up for her because her wife's a, his wife's a slut, right? It's like it's because you're traditional. Do you know how many affairs happened in 1950? Lots of them, okay? Lots of them. The people just didn't. There was no social media and nobody talked about it. But there is no traditional, right? There's ethics and there's morals. Mm -hmm. Okay. If this crosses your moral boundary, 
then turn it off. Don't look at it anymore, right? Because there's no good. No good's going to come from it. I would say, but, uh, I, but would, the, I, would, I would add to your thing, Nick, and, and just say that there's a, there's a standard that you could probably use, like a common sense standard that you could use for almost all of those situations. Yeah. A law. And that is, that is everything down here that I don't give a shit about doesn't affect me and I have no control over. And then everything up here that I do care about affects me personally and I can control it. And, yeah. And that, and that goes, you're right. Cause that goes into what we've said thousands of times on this show. Don't just bitch about it. If you can do something about it, put your skin in the game, right? Yeah. And do something about it, mm -hmm. right? It doesn't do any good to go to your commanding officer and whine him, right? Or go to your senior, you know, senior enlisted guy and whine to them, unless you got some kind of solution. Like, what, what are you, what are you going to do, right? And then, so okay, this is a thing that I've done it. Joe's done it. Dave's does it all the time. Buddy does it. You know, it's like I never do it. Yeah, you make it. Per, you make. You I make don't know what it is, but I don't do it. You make something. I've already, I've already said it. You make something that happens. You make it personal. Like it's, it's, it's about you. What do you got to bring me into it for? Because, yeah. because you're all on the show. I didn't, I didn't bring oh, in the doctor okay, yet, well, but we will. Sorry. We will. Um, <laughs> and we're, we're gonna get there. Um, so yeah, I have, the, I have the. I have the. I don't understand what my name has to do with it. That's I have all the, I'm going to say. Keep my name out your mouth. Keep my name out your mouth. And other guys' penises. My co-host so, name out your fucking mouth. Yeah, and I'm gonna. I I'm gonna before I before I introduce the guest. All right, I, I I'm gonna just say this. I've been to the Laugh Factory on Sunset Boulevard twice. I don't know if you guys have ever been there. Anybody ever been there? Or right, so it's the famous place with the brick wall behind it. All right, and it's they keep it traditionally cheap. So you only got to pay like 15 bucks to get in there and it's all up and coming comedians. And then every once in a while you get a special guest, like guy comes back to where his roots, where he started. Right. And the first time I went there with my wife, it was just all, there was no special guests. It was a cool, fun time. The next time was our anniversary and she's in a very nice dress. We're on sunset. I forget. We went to some famous restaurant down there and uh, all of a sudden they announced that we have a special guest. And it was Tucker Max. Okay, I don't, do you guys know who Tucker Max is? He wrote the book, I Hope to Serve Beer in Hell. Yes. Okay, right? And I've seen his stand-up before, and I was like, oh, shit. You know? And I was, because my wife's got a nice dress on. I'm like, Becky, I was like, hey, whatever this guy says, <laughs> whatever this guy says, like, I just, just let it go. All right? And don't, don't, if, if, unless you want to get into it, don't come back like just just put your eyes down if he says something to you, you know like crap and sure as shit he comes out there he's like comes out first thing he says where are a lot of women at and he's looking right you know and there's like there's no single woman there hoping to meet tucker max nobody knows he's there right and he's like hey you you right there where's your where, you got tattoos and she's like yeah you know and he's like anything above your neck and she was like actually yeah right here behind my ear and he goes he goes I don't want to touch you because you love all the cock, right? I was like, 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 right, like, like, whoa, like, just like that was his opener, right? And I'm sitting there like, so again, somebody wants to tell a joke, all right? They're a comedian. You don't have to like it, no, nope. all right. And you guess what you can do? You can get up and walk out. The biggest thing Will Smith could have done was get his ass up and walk out, right? Take his wife. Hey, we're out. 
Sorry, Oscars. Fuck off. Even then, that would have been a punk move. That would like, have, have been a huge uh, It would have been like, it would have been, like, that would have been a baller move. No, no like, address it. And I think like, we've talked no, too much good. about him. Address yeah. it at the end of the show, but don't walk out because he made fun of you. Like, that's what happens again. Sure, I, sure, sure. I'm just saying you know? that would have been even baller because now the Oscars is, now they're scrambling. They're like, yeah, oh, crap, yeah. that's the best actor. Like, oh, shit. You know, so like, okay, <laughs> he just rolled. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. So there it is. Now I have the distinct pleasure to introduce Dr. Richard Comets, uh, who, if you, we read his bio and we put some stuff on LinkedIn and, uh, you know, about, about like, you know, he's a doctor in organic chemistry. Ooh. All right. That's so right. Th- those of you who don't understand. I believe Walter White was also. Those of you who don't understand that, okay, my, I'll, I'll use my spouse again. She uh, is a marine biologist and when she was in organic chemistry, just as an undergraduate, okay, she got a nine out of a hundred on a test. And, and then there was a, there was an email that came out after it. And the instructor said, if you didn't get above a six, you should cons- really consider not being in this field. What? <laughs> right. And so the, the, the idea is, is if you're in the biology field or especially the chemistry field, if you can't handle this, this one bye like it's it's over for you your dream has done go be a business major okay that's like that's pretty much what it comes down to uh and and again you he's got a ton of accolades and he can talk about all of them but there's only one thing that i'm really concerned about before we get into the nitty-gritty <laughs> just concerned about uh, a couple of things you just said Nick. is uh <laughs> is i didn't see ranger tab on there no sorry do I need to? Do I need to leave? No, I'll leave. <laughs> I'll, I'll be the bigger man. Yeah, there goes, buddy. It's a, no, no, Somebody's no. about to get slapped. Lucky, lucky yeah, Somebody's about to get slapped. <laughs> I can't get. I can't control it. No, hey, welcome to the trash talk hour. Welcome to the dumpster fire. Uh, he does tremendous things for uh, and his team and his whole community that they work there at ACP do tremendous things uh, for spouses and veterans transitioning. Uh, and l- the floor is yours, Doctor Comets. Welcome to the trash talk hour. Cheers. Well, thanks thanks for coming on. Yeah. Hey, really, I really appreciate being here because uh, I, I love what you guys do about, you know, kind of obviously talking trash, but also uh, highlighting some pretty important issues. And, uh, you know, I think all of us can say transition is not easy, right? And uh, no matter who you are, it's an individual effort that that uh, becomes very stressful. And so uh, I'm lucky to be a part of uh, ACP where we get to help transition service members and, and active duty spouses as well, which is kind of a, a good crowd as well, because they're always moving, following their spouse around, can't keep a job if it's in person. Um, so how, helping them is, is another big thing. But we do this by partnering up with corporate companies and they provide mentors for us. And so when someone comes and says, that, hey, I'm interested in IT, well, we get them a mentor from IT, an IT field an IT company. And so they can actually talk to them about what does your resume need to look like? And I don't know about you guys, but I was in the army for 23 years. I didn't have to write a resume my, until I was 40 some years old, which is rough. I just wrote my first one. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> Thank so, you for your service, sir. Thank you for your service. <laughs> it, it is a uh, very, you know, you didn't go to ranger school. Yeah. <laughs> it's very daunting though. Right. I mean, so 
that that person can help them out, figure out what they should put in their resume, what type of things they should, how to translate their skills into, you know, civilian speak and also help them learn how to interview just what the culture is like in that, in that field. And so we do that, you know, in all the different industries, we have partnerships with over 110 companies. And then we have also some other, about 80% of our mentors come from those partner companies and about 20% come from these other um, niche efforts like uh, small business owners or even academic people or doctors or lawyers. So they might not be you know, involved with a corporate company, but they're involved in being a professional that can help somebody. And so it really works out well when someone signs up. You know, we, we have a great team. They call and they kind of interview, try to figure out what you're interested in. And, you know, about 86% of the people don't even know what they want to do when they get out. Um, that's something that we all kind of struggle with, right? And I think part, part of it is the longer you stay in the military, you don't even know what you don't know about what, you know, you might have heard of big name companies, but you don't know that each one of those companies has marketing, logistics, HR, you know, cybersecurity, all that type of stuff. And so when you start talking to someone that, that's in that industry, you can start figuring out where you might fit with your skills, right? You can tell them, you know, I, I've talked to a lot of mentors and the big thing they'll start asking, well, you know, what, what did you do in the army? I was a, a squad leader. Okay. Well, tell me what you did as a squad leader. And as, as they start teasing that out, they're like, well, okay, you have some HR background. You know, you had to counsel people. You had to do this. You have some logistics background because you had to move people and, and equipment from place to place. So, the mentors help out and it's great because they, they all are very excited to do this and they, they learn just as much as the, the uh, soldiers do. Well, I should say service members because we serve all branches. But, um, you know, th that helps out, gets them where they need to be and they are so much happier and they find a job at the right place in the company at the right, you know, uh, level and they usually like what they're doing. So. For us, it helps out and for the corporate partners and corporate companies, they like hiring the veterans because the veterans are good at what they do. They're loyal. They pick things up really quick. And so this is just a little help to get them where they're going. And that mentor follows them through for a year. So they, they meet with them once a month for a year and they're checking in with them. And hopefully, you know, the best transition is, you know, started early and they start helping them, you know, network too. Because if you don't know someone in the industry you're looking to go into, it's very helpful to have someone that, that, that does. So that's, um, sir, sir, let me, uh, let me ask you two questions for that. So first and foremost, uh, your suggestion would probably be to look at this program while transitioning, while getting out or yeah. wait till yes. completely out. Okay. So for that's, active that's duty spouses, that. right? Yep. And then and, you mentioned, yeah, and financially, does this cost anything? Is this a no, free program? So it's, it's free. It's free. Okay. Right. And so. Um, we are provided by the free. corporate partners. So, but the, the service members and spouses is free. But yeah, if they're transitioning, it's great to do it probably six months or so before right. you transition because that way they can start getting you ready so that when you are ready to go, um, you have all your stuff in order. And you can even, they'll, they'll help you start looking for jobs and stuff. And then wow. and once you do get a job, right, then you, you have to figure out how to assimilate to that culture, how to, you know, deal with your boss, how to, come up with a new work-life balance. So all that is helpful. And uh, it, it, I have success story after success story from, you know, uh, service members that really love the fact that their mentor helped them get to where they were. And I love know, this. Yeah. Yeah. The transition program, yeah. you know, is very, <clears throat> it tries to cover a lot of stuff, right? But really it comes back down to, it's an individual effort when you transition. So you need someone to help you with that. And that's what we do. So 
it's a great program and uh, I hope a lot of people sign up for it. Are there, are there, and you know, this might sound like a silly question, but are there prerequisites? Like, Probably is it just honorable discharge? <laughs> is it just, is it just honorable discharge or, you know, somebody that gets out and had, you know, screwed up, got out of motor. Share. And yeah. he's, no, and he's no, still looking, because, you know, because he still needs somebody to figure out what he's going to do. You know, do you guys provide help to that individual as well? Or is it, you know, so let me see we, your DD-214. RE code one, you're good to go, you know? <laughs> so if, if someone has an other than honorable discharge, we ask, we ask to look at their DD-214 and, and understand what it's from. And if it right. seems to be something that's not, you know, we're looking at not putting our, our mentors in danger or, you know, the, that relationship. Um, it, it, although most of it's virtual, you still don't want someone abusing uh, a mentor or something like that, volunteer, you know, verbally or anything like that. So um, we, we take a look at those people and by case by case, we decide based off of what their offenses were. Hmm. Yeah. Now, uh, so here's, Dave will be going through this soon because uh, Buddy and I just went through SFL tap and yeah, we're both, you know, senior, next month. We're both, we're both senior enlisted guys. Uh, I mean, I'm, our, I'm already out. I'm no longer a senior enlisted guy. Hold up, I'm real quick. A Nick, private Keith, Keith said a uh, great question. How about RE4, honorable under other conditions? Well, I mean, I guess you already explained that, sir. Yeah, we'll consider it. The situation. Yeah. 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 Right. We'll consider uh, it, Keith. So, Keith, you know, get after it. Go, go see we'll it. Supply, Tell them we'll what occurred. It out. Yeah. And then one thing, another, I think it's like chapter four of the book of Earl is you can't, it can't hurt to ask. Right. So Correct. it's like, you know, just, just, just figure out if it'll, if it'll help. Uh, so, yeah, Buddy was a senior uh enlisted guy he spent 37 years in and made it to the rank of e8 i think it was 39 Nick. yeah 39 years uh actually, actually 45 yeah he actually served under colonel moore uh he was uh how <laughs> more yeah he was the he was the sergeant Good guy. that they made the movie Good about guy. Yeah, yeah yeah um no i got we make a joke but here's hey, a, a shout out by joe galloway in north carolina no joke that's yeah. true yeah, the, the photographer he lived right yeah. around the corner from me yeah you got to interview him didn't you Hey, hey, Doc, I got a question. Hold on. I, what not done what exactly? Let, let, yeah, but you buddy, were just rambling. No, 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 I, I just I got one question. What does an organic chemist do? What is an organic chemist That's going to take a little while. Yeah, we need a 25-hour show for that. Yeah, no, let's, let's, let's talk about that at, at the end. Let's yeah. stay Do with I the need to talk to you? Well, there are some times where I have a problem with my organic chemistry. You're not in organic chemistry, buddy. Oh, God. Oh, organic Organ yes. chemistry. Continue. <laughs> no, uh, not that one. Yeah, not, not an organ chemist. Yeah, he doesn't, ah, he doesn't work on church organs or your organ, okay? Uh, so a <laughs> long route to that one. Yeah. But, uh, so I brought up SFL TAP because, again, I, I know this experience, like you're talking about how things change on the civilian side uh, really quickly. And, then like, you know, I was a ranger instructor, and so when I got back to the line, there was so much different. In just two and a half years, that was unbelievable. I was like, wait, what's that? We have those on our – but well, I don't even ever even seen that before. Like, I didn't yeah. even get the, the message on it. Like, what is that, right? So, of course, I'm, I learn it, you know, but other people just don't. Uh, and, again, we need to help them. We need to help them learn that and at the way they have, what they have to do. When I did my resume through SFL TAP, I sent it to a buddy of mine who's uh, got out of the Army as an O3E. I sent it to him. I said, hey, he's a senior hiring official at a Fortune 5 company. That's how big the company is, right? Uh, and he goes, he sends it back, goes, this is shit. And I was like, I did exactly what SFL TAP said with how does being a senior enlisted infantry uh, men, you know, correlate to the civilian world? 
And it has a lot of the stuff you said. Said I done did really good. I, I kicked doors. Really <laughs> kill people, bitches. Oh, pew pew but, pew. But, yeah, pew pew <laughs> pew. Uh, no, but like, but like you said, like, like, there's still even that program is still missing exactly what you have to write in your resume. Yeah. Right. And that's and so, it, should, think, it shouldn't. Right. It, it shouldn't. shouldn't. So that's what I, that's what I was getting to. That's what I was getting, the, to. that's what I was getting to. So, doctor, point, doctor, doctor, comments. What do people need to specifically say? in their resumes because and then how can we get into sfl taps world and slap them around and fix the classes well you know a lot of people i talk to want to kind of say uh, tap isn't working or or whatever but i i just think i keep coming back to the fact that it's an individual effort right what they the army or or yeah. the, the military in themselves have to do is they're trying to tell everybody that's separating all the things that are available and at least get them prepared in some way to leave Right. But it's really an individual effort. And even even, you know, two people that were infantry, same rank and everything are still going to have different needs. And that's why these mentors are, are very helpful. And, and what do you put in a resume? You know, it depends on what type of job you're looking for. And that's why having an expert in the area that you're looking for can really help out because, you know, it's different in different industries as well. So that, that makes a big difference. OK, so now and we got a say... question. We got a question, nice, uh, yeah, sir, in the chat it. real quick. Keith, Keith is asking, um, thanks, but I would love to help others with, with getting back into the world in any way I can. How do I volunteer? Does thanks, Doc so, have a website that I can contact? So Yeah, so I think we're going to put it in the notes, but it's uh, acp-usa.org. And there is a, a place to sign up as a, uh, a veteran or a protege, which we call the mentee. And there's also a place you can click to sign up for as a, as a mentor. So got that, Keith. We're going to be posting the links and all that again after the show. But okay, so, so it's, it's acp.usa.org. No dash acp-usa.org. Buddy, you almost fucked me up. I didn't. I didn't yeah, say anything. It was you. It was you. And probably, but I yeah. do want to think. So uh, <laughs> I just want to. I want to brag on myself a little bit because do it. the doc, the oh, doctor, wow. is a PhD in organic chemistry, and he was. He said the same thing I was going to say. So we're pretty much. I'm basically a doctor. You're just about. So, I like what you did there. I, I also have. There. I also have some night. beats by Dr. Dre. I'm like a double doctorate right now. What is somebody? What do you call somebody with two PhDs? Doctor, doctor. Doctor, well, I was going to make that. I was going to say the, 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 so SFL tap, just like uh, old doc said is definitely made for the masses. It's like a tourniquet. It's just supposed to stop the bleeding. It's not going to fix the nerve damage. It's not going to fix anything else. But the, the, the problem is that people look out and they're like, well, I'm just going to write this resume and send it out to people. Well, if you want to figure out how to get a job, I don't know. Common sense is just right here telling me why wouldn't I go talk to the person who has the job that I want? Yeah, uh, buddy, this like, go ahead, Doctor Comments. No, no, that's exactly that's exactly what we try to do. I mean, we we pair yeah. these people up by hand, so we listen yeah. to what the the veteran or the spouse says, what they want to do, and then we look for you know we have people that just look in our database for the right mentor and yeah. find the one that has the skills that they're looking to to get into. And then that person can really help them out in that individualized effort, as we mentioned. Now, are these are these companies already associated and affiliated with you, or do you you know have that sponsor whoever is talking to that veteran that's transitioning, and then he finds a company, or because you mentioned it at the beginning, no, so, you guys are yeah, already so affiliated have, with 
We're like how do companies become part of that? Like, like the SkillBridge program, almost like they can. Right. They yeah. Can, so we okay. talk to a lot of different people, but yeah, we we go out and try to find companies, or, or companies come and find us to join gotcha. us. But we have I have a team of over with uh, with me over over fifty people, and they are the ones that receive the calls, kind of like a caseworker, right? They will listen mm-hmm. to what the the veteran wants, and then they'll go into our mentor pool, which is consisting of the mentors from these companies and then finds the right one and ah. then they follow the, they follow you through the, the the process so they'll call you every few months and say hey did you talk to your mentor how's it going we offer resources and stuff like that so it, it, it's really we follow you all the way through the process and don't leave you alone and if you have, decide something changes throughout the process we can get you a different mentor or at least a call with another mentor so it, it's very helpful to, to have and how long have you guys been around it's been around since 2008. So our founder actually doesn't have any military service, but he's a New Yorker, was an investment banker in, in downtown when the planes were hitting the, the World Trade Center. And wow. he wanted he wanted to help out a little bit older, so he couldn't really join the military. Um, and then he saw as the surge kept going on, so it started in 2008, but he saw the surge around 2007, 2008. And he's like, someone's got to help these people as they're coming back, get back integrated in society. And so he used some of his leverage from his, the, you know, his relationships that he had uh, to start recruiting people to help out. And then that's where it started in 2008. So maybe I just companies. haven't, maybe I just haven't, you know, heard of, like, I feel like, I don't know you if Nick and Buddy have ever heard about or... this program. Like, well, but like uh, well, Dave, 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 I heard about it. That's why he's on the show. Right, right. Hit so, you up on your that's why i'm on the show to get it out there more right <laughs> yeah exactly so no 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 well, you're right, you know like i, I feel like see that no dave you're you're that i i, I you know i say my jokes because that's what i do but uh yeah. like no that you're right that you should have known about this and this was my point to buddy his comment about well sfl tap is for the masses okay mm-hmm. how about a how about it which is 100 right but so how about a simple blurb that, hey, check out acp-usa.org, send them your resume, right? Because as much as we want to talk about how awesome everybody is, we all know as senior enlisted guys, E8s and then the lieutenant colonel, there's a lot of people. And then we got Joe down there, right? So we got a lot, a lot of people that aren't going to do anything other than what they're told correct well it doesn't it doesn't matter where no you're right they're gonna do what they're told okay and they're gonna do less than what they're told Mm -hmm. we've all seen lots of those right so why can't we with our platform force feed it down their throat Right. Like, so we're, we're trying exposing right. it more. Expose we, it. we have yeah. we have a team that's working on it. As a matter of fact, uh, we have. But you guys need to get an SFL tap. So the, the problem is, that. I'll tell you that. Here's the problem. So SFL, I've talked to them a lot, and each post or, or duty station kind of is their own little world. So there's not one place that you can go to, and they'll disseminate everything else out. Right. You have to go to each post individually and we actually have some people out at like we have people uh, a woman out at Bragg that um yeah she, okay she's she's been doing amazing and she gets in she actually has like a poster sits in on, on these table events and, and all that stuff and, and we got a lot of people from Bragg just from her getting the word out so yeah it really it the, the military is letting you promote it 
It's just, yes. yeah, they're not pushing it's just it out. That you, like, yeah. you can't do it in the masses, uh, in right. any branch. It just doesn't work that way for some reason. That's just not how it goes. That's, that's, that's shitty, though, I, right? I, I can like, tell you why it doesn't yes. work. You can tell you why it doesn't work. Have you? Because you, well, you haven't been to SFL TAP yet. Or TAP, I haven't. Though. I'm going to do it and, next and, month. And here's the problem. You go in at 8 mm-hmm. o'clock in the morning, and you have X amount of briefings that day. Mm-hmm. By 8.30 in the morning, you don't give a shit about anything. <laughs> that yeah, you don't. Actually, it's just wait, so much I information. I think we're in there, but we're like a slide of you know a, a million right. that you're gonna see during that. Yeah, time. you get you get you don't even get barely the wave tops of all these other things. Like they go over VA, like all of your VA stuff. Right. I've got the book. Fucking hold on. Here it is. This is the VA book. This right here. This is what they go over. They go over this entire book. In a half in hour. About and well, ours was about an hour and a half, two hours, I think. <laughs> but mm. it's all it's all of the mine was online. The you're like, oh my god! And when they're going over this book, it's like, hey, you know, if you were this, it's like a flow chart. If you're this guy, you got these benefits that are coming to you. If you're this mm-hmm. guy, because they have yeah. to brief everybody. So you know, and we say it, we say it plenty on this show. You have to put skin in the game. Well, you have to search for organizations that are going. Well, to right. Help that, you that, that was the you know whole I mean? premise of this introduction to this question yeah. that you still like, like that we still got to get to. A, there's a responsibility. Like you can't blame everything on SFL tap or or tap. You can't. Not yeah. not. No, no, and I, I don't think anybody's saying that. I just no. think that no, there no, should no. be I'm, more. I'm not. I'm saying, but there's like, that's not. It, when you're looking at like your window to get out. SFL tax. The onus is on you. Yeah. Are, yeah, the window. Do you know why the best? P- what's the best POI in the army? What school? Uh, probably Pathfinder School. I would Ranger say. School, obviously, because you do no. not write a good Pathfinder. I went to your Pathfinder, and the only reason that's I the only reason a, you are a Pathfinder. The only reason I have a Pathfinder badge is because Buddy was my instructor. Okay, so but, <laughs> actually, it's true because he got me a seat. He that gave was, you the, that was beautiful when I passed torch in the those, Olympics. Yeah. I passed all those majors and colonels, and they're like, "Is there a Staff Sergeant Cadrill in the formation?" And I'm like, "I'm right here," you know, and I go jogging by, and everybody's like. Who's that guy? And I'm like, don't worry about it. Like, like what got me in? So, I don't like, even know how I did it. Thanks, yeah, bud. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? I blacked yeah, what out. Happened? I blacked on the down low. What happened? I blacked out. Yeah. But, um, oh, shit. I made me, made me lose my train of thought. Stolen but, um, valor. Yeah. Stolen, <laughs> yeah. Stolen, stolen valor. Uh, yeah. But, again, getting back to Dr. Comets here with, the, with their program and how they can help is – the best POI in the army is Ranger School. All right. And who wrote it? Enlisted guys write it. They write all the training. They write all of it. What makes sense? And they brought more officers down there after a bunch of officers died in the 90s. You know, uh, God rest their soul. They brought more officers down in there so that because that was the congressional fix to it. Right. And like, okay, now we have captains everywhere. Right. And it's like, great. And so when the captains would say, hey, I, I have a question with your POI, I had this a good friend of mine, uh, he's out of the Army now, so I can say his name, but oh, Chuck Cunningham said, this school's been going on for 60 years. You don't, you think you're the first person to think about doing that, right? And the guy was like, well, no, no, you're not, all right? There's been a bunch of guys come down here that I thought about doing that. And I'm going to tell you what, you'll get about at least seven people killed in the next three years if you do that, right? And it's like, okay, blah, 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 blah. So, like I said, buddy, we're, I'm not blaming SFL TAP. 
I'm saying let's have some enlisted guys write that POI and then have well, an officer sign off on it to where it's put a blurb in here at 8 30, at, at 845. All right, 0845, because you've been there for 15 minutes and you've already stopped caring. All right. Put a blurb in there. It says, if you've already stopped giving a fuck, okay, check out ACP dash this, you know, <laughs> dot org. All right, because that they're gonna help you. What do you, th- what do you say? What do you say, Dr. Thomas? What do you well, say? I, I definitely agree. More people need to know about us. And, and I think the problem is with is they, they do it through contracts. So the contract for SFL TAP, the, the you know, instruction is every, every few years it's renegotiated and new people come in. And when new people come in, they switch out people, they, they cut people, they try to save money. And it's just not a concerted effort. And Again, there, there are a lot of things, right? But I, I, like Buddy was saying, you know, I sat there and I'm like, why am I listening to, you know, what they have for benefits for uh, women, wounded women? I'm like, it's great that we have them and it's good to know, but I could spend more time on other things than, than learning everything that's out there. So you're right. I mean, maybe in the beginning, it's just a matter of getting, getting involved in something like us and then coming back to what do you really need? Hey, so I went to, uh, I went to an SFL ahead, tap briefing that uh, was talking about monthly budgets. It was a, a an executive finance brief. Uh, it was literally how to budget your monthly bills. And I was mm. like, I'm done. I'm over tell it. Me, I you tell me you drive a Dodge Stratus and you don't need yeah. to be here? Uh, yeah, you would think yeah, that, like you know, I, you I got a brand that new would be charger, a good class guys. for a private or something, but you think I literally you serve for 20 years, thing. you might be able to manage that. It doesn't even extent. matter. I'm a, I'm a 40-year-old yeah. man. I'm a, yeah. I, if I don't know how to monthly, you do a monthly budget, hey, you know, back, you're back not going to help cool, me. Back in the cool army days when you could smoke people for no reason, you know, like I I had a Kia Sephia, if you want to church it up. Ikea. Right. Yeah, I remember the Kia. Yeah. So, so it, it was it was a Sophia. Yeah. Sophia, yeah. So I I, sure. I, would, I I would drive and I and I paid three grand for that car. Uh-huh. And that thing that thing had forty thousand miles on it. And I, I would stop it when privates would stop and laugh at it. I would stop it and roll the window back, like, hey, what are you laughing at? And I'm like, I can't hear you until you're doing push-ups. Okay. I'm like, all right, okay, are you pushing now? All right, good. And I get out of the car, I'm like, what's wrong with my Kia? And they're like, oh, well, Sergeant, I just figured like you'd have a better car. I go, guess what else? Guess what else I have? I have a house. I throw parties every weekend. Okay, I feed yeah. kids, yeah. right? Like, I, and I, like, and I don't spend $25,000 on a fucking car, right? Yeah. So again, yeah. it was a training point. We did train, I trained those soldiers. I correctively trained them, as, as, as they would say, except for the car from them. high school joined the army to it. Just to and it got me, it Iraq, got me out of, it got me out of a ticket. It got me out. I know we're getting off, off track here, but it got me off of a ticket with Jag when I got a, for turning right on chicken road, they gave me a, a running a stop sign and I went to fight oh, the ticket. Beautiful. And I said, I go, I drive a Kia Sophia. It is impossible for me to make a right-handed degree, 90 degree turn without stopping. <laughs> and the, the judge goes, that's the best argument I've ever heard. And There's a like, hamster under like, the hood losing like, his mind. He ripped it up and it was great. But uh, I, do, I do have another question. Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, so Doc, and, and, and just dealing with all the uh, various MOSs in the military, obviously, you know, a lot of it's educational-based, having your degree when you get out and everything. But just from your viewpoint, could you talk about briefly, like, what some of these MOSs, like, who you would 
tie them to or what MOS maybe has more opportunities than another. Like, I get it. Industry well, guys, you know, like maybe the opportunities aren't as much as somebody who came from a, you know, MI job, 35 series, or, you know, even a logistical job, not a real series. Thing. But um, could you hit on that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I have a few points there. The the MOS is right. I, not everybody wants to do what they were doing in the army. Correct. When they get out in the civilian world, so that's one thing, and and maybe that's important to realize. So that opens the gate of mm -hmm. you know possibilities. Uh, and the other thing is that we, I think, the mentors are usually highlight, and we get people to highlight their whatever soft skills, if you want to call them skills that are not directly related to you. You can a call job. them that. You can call them soft. Okay. So those soft skills are, are definitely what, what makes us uh, valuable as is. veterans, right? And so I think that that's important to, to realize. And so, you know, I'm not a big translator of, the, of MOS because I, I've had some, some, actually some friends join up for the program. And I've said, you know, they were like, well, you know, I could easily go into something like military contracting because I've been in that world or, you know, whatever they were doing. And, and they said, I said, well, what do you really want to do? Uh, mm -hmm. And I got one of them to come out and say, actually, there's uh, a few other people I've talked to also. I had one of them to come out and say, well, I'm interested in, you know, sports. You know, and so we actually have a relationship with Major League Baseball. He got a mentor from uh, baseball operations, right, at one of the teams. And he's going to figure that out. And if he likes Very it, cool. he might get a job in it. If he doesn't, guess what? We can give him a mentor to help him with his, his resume one or two times. And he'll be able to apply to Lockheed Martin or Deloitte or wherever else he wants to apply. But, yeah. you know, this is the time to start, you know, exploring really what you want to do. Because you're not going to stay in a job if you don't like it. And, and right. in fact, we have some stats on our website. But, you know, most of the time, it, like without people that went through our program, just normal veterans, usually about 56% of them actually only stay in their job for a year. So that means like 44% switch jobs after one year or before one year. Um, but most of the protégés, but the protégés in our in our program, uh, it's eighty six percent retention. Ooh. So I, I think the, the the message there is we're getting them to meaningful employment. They're getting to find a job in the right place at the right level, and they really like what they're doing, so they stay longer and uh, they become valuable employees. Eighty six percent. I mean, that's pretty good. Nick and I always talk about numbers because Nick always likes to point out numbers to me when it comes to logic and yeah, stuff. Yeah, when you run eighty six percent, yeah, data. Data, yeah. Hey, right. that's, uh, that's pretty Buddy, let me caveat off of this because I was going to say that Buddy that Buddy and Major League Baseball also have a link. They both use steroids. Um, <laughs> no. I wish that I could. Hey, listen, oh, don't worry. Like don't, don't buddy, don't, buddy, <laughs> buddy, don't worry about it. <laughs> buddy eats too so many cheeseburgers. Look at the guy. Every major leaguer that's been <laughs> yeah, caught. I'm a, right, hey, yeah. Nick can tell I just you. Eat, every major eat, leaguer that's been caught, a billion AAA boys have used up. Yeah. Hey, Doc, what is the – what do you guys do as far as expectation management for guys that get out? Because I I don't know how many guys that I've heard that have they live under this illusion that they're going to get out as a twenty year staff sergeant or E seven in the infantry. You were on they're going to get a, a <laughs> yeah, but they're going to get a job. <laughs> they're going to get a job making you know six figures. Yeah, yes, I don't know where that's that really comes good point, from. buddy. I don't know yeah, where man. that comes from. And, and you know, people would say to me, right? I, I was a lieutenant colonel, I have a PhD. Oh, you'll have no problem getting it. Inorganic chemistry, which means you inorganic chemistry. everyone here yeah. combined. So it still took me, I, I applied to like 100 
different places before I and, and some of them were kind of obscure different types of jobs titles because I wasn't really sure and uh and so it's how many places right? probably over a hundred yeah I've applied to and hey audience audience listen to that hundreds hundred yeah but I'll part be of the able reason to take why a hundred no's to get one yes right well but part of the reason why I did that was because I didn't really have any help I didn't have the I didn't have a mentor helping me through the process to figure out how to target the, the area that I'm looking for and then how to really make my resume and, you know, my skills actually. And by the way, networking. I was going to say networking like, is networking is like, like I, yeah. I don't know what the right stat is, but it's probably up in the 80% of the Just people that get job is from I'm making it up. 80% yeah. of the people that get job is someone they know. <laughs> Boom. And, it's, and it's really, it's not, oh, even, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's not even, you know, directly like, you know, me or my brother or something introducing me. It's just like this. Like we, we just met each other today. Right. But if I, if I say something to someone about you and, and endorse you, those are the type of things that will help get jobs along the way. And so mentors do that, right. Even if they're, you know, whatever company they're working for, they know people in the industry because they've been around for a while. So I had a guy that was a mentor. He was working for John Deere. He had a, a woman that was a protege. And he was trying to get her to work at Deere because he was like, she's awesome. I wanted to work at John Deere, but she got a job at Amazon. But now they talk and they kind of share trade secrets and stuff. Um, but it's, you know, that, it's those type of things where the mentors actually just want to help them figure out what they want to do and get, and get where they want to be. So I think that's the important part. What's the volume right now, sir? So if somebody that's watching and he's transitioning and his wife, you know, wants to get or a hold her, of you guys as well, like, or her, is there yeah, a wait how time? How dare you assume? Dave, seriously? Uh, like, so, what? Jesus. Like, you didn't include the women. You said him. Wow. Okay, how about him or her? Oh my God. I know wow. it's April. I know it's April second, and Women's History Month is over, but we still have to include them, Dave. Oh okay. my God. Right? So, but, go. so I'll tell you that if you apply right today, I, I bet you you'll get a call on Monday. So okay. We, so we, it's our, like, our it's staff a will, our staff will get in touch with you within twenty four to forty eight business hours, at least to get you. Uh, Kind of get you into the process where they're going to ask you some of the questions set up a call to kind of figure out where you're at what you want to do what your goals are then the pairing with the mentor could take you know sometimes our staff is really good and they already kind of pre-find a mentor for you and, and pitch it and if you don't want that mentor they, you can easily say no find me another one but sometimes they look at what you say if you say enough in your interview then they might even be able to try to have someone there but if we always tell people two to four weeks They'll, they'll, they'll have a mentor is that's what awesome. we try to, we try to do, but no, sometimes it happens that day. And, and it's sad. It's not sad, but it's, uh, again, this is why our platform is here. Why veteran trash talk is here. We're here because we, we're not, we're not bashing the government programs. Right. We're, we're just, because like buddy said earlier too, it's like, it's for the masses, right. And all this kind of stuff, but you know, with the whole spousal program, that the government offers. So technically when, you know, a, a military family PCS is right. The military spouse is supposed to get preference to a job, right? When I PCS after that pro I PCS before that program was implemented, then I PCS again, you know, my spouse cannot find a job. Right. Yeah. She, and, and like, and I'm thinking sitting here like, wait, yours is supposed to go into the top of the, the thing because you're a military spouse that just pcs like you're literally supposed to be the top and she's applying for a job well under her credentials like like what whoa like like this should be that's a problem yeah it should be handed to you wait a second 
Wait, but where did you PCS to, Nick? She's Fort a marine West. biologist, so if you didn't go to like Paris Island or well, like I, wherever, like, like, she like I said, study like, any marines. Like I said, and those of you who have applied for GS jobs would know this: that all you need is a degree; it doesn't matter what it's in, right? So, like, oh, so it, so I was just pointing out that she's yeah, a marine and biologist, that, and that, like, I, and like and, I said, um, she was extremely. And there were no over, marines there. Extremely overqualified. I mean, I, I know plenty of people that study Marines. Oh, so she should have been. I got you. I got you. I did. <laughs> you used to study those too, buddy. Damn it, buddy. You got me. Good one. Good one. Good one. Go on. Oh, damn it. I'm going to slap you. <laughs> you keep your wife's name out of my mouth. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. I got a match. Like, no. yeah, You're I got a match. Like, what hey, I have a good point, though. Are fire. He says a, so, yeah, bring it back to the spouses. Is you know now she busted her ass and got her credentials to be a teacher in biology, chemistry, and physics, and all that kind of stuff. And we had to spend an extra four grand on that just to get her a job. And and she, well, I shouldn't say we got her a job. She got herself a job. She did all that shit, right? And, like, and all that hard ass work. But again, why? Why can't? Like... Yeah. So I'll tell you another great thing that that we do is we have webinars every week. Right. Yep. And these webinars Ooh. are like, who's hiring? Um, what, what type of jobs there are? We did a, I hosted a remote work symposium a few weeks ago and, and you can go, by the way, you can go on our website and look at any of these past webinars. And, uh, we did a remote work symposium. It was almost like a, a dating game where we, we had 20 companies come what on all about that 20, 20 companies came on and they had like five <laughs> minutes. They had five minutes each and they talked about what it's like to work at their company and what remote opportunities they had and how to get yourself into that process, kind of the, the fast track way. So that was a, a really powerful webinar. And I think a lot of people, you know, especially spouses benefit from that because if you're working remotely, then you can move wherever you want. And, and there's a lot of companies out there that will do that, but you got to find them. And, uh, you know, having a mentor help you work through that is another thing that can help you out. Yeah, we got to look that up. It's on the website. Maybe we'll post it on our, uh, on our you page. You keep saying you know? mentor, and that's the thing. And so those of you guys watching, uh, your spouse doesn't want to listen to you. Yeah. Right? They don't want your advice. Okay, they don't want what you think that they should do. All right? Even though they're probably listening to you, they don't want to hear it from you. Okay? Uh, go get a mentor. Go let me get quote, somebody. Yeah, go ahead. Let me quote these spouses. I, I mean, I... Most of the spouses or a lot of them will say, this is the first time that I did something for me, right? Someone is, is actually, they're here for me to help me through the process, right? They're That's always so taking, taking care yeah. of the family, you know, being, making themselves last in the, in the pecking order. And the mentor is theirs. It's, it has nothing to do with you or your spouse or your kids. It's, it's for you. So that's important. That's super important. Yeah. Yep. That's good stuff. And uh, hey, before we turn it over here for the buddy to close it out, right? To uh, not to close out, excuse me, to recap and close just, out. Buddy's doing recap and close. Yeah, out. yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and remember, just like in in you know in NCOES, if I say as you were, I don't get a knockdown on my grade because I just as you were. Buddy will, uh, buddy will do the right thing, and the day will do the right thing. Before that, <laughs> right, the ultimate sacrifice foundation. Mm. Those of you who are not tracking their organization, which you're pro more people are probably tracking them than are tracking us, even though we got about 700,000 followers, um, is they're doing tremendous things 
and they decided to act. They put their skin in the game, right? And now they are doing things to raise money for the GWAT soldiers, you know, for the people that are struggling through their transitions, which is why we you know this is a perfect time to announce this because there's people that can help. Yep. And then, and like buddy that always brings it up is, is it's an individual effort as well. And we always say this, we say this on our show all the time. You got to get off your ass and do it. Right. And we're going to, we're going to do our best here at veteran trash talk to give you every opportunity to go there. Just go there, press the doorbell, hit it. You know what? If, you know, if ACP tells you to go piss off, which they probably hundred probably ninety nine percent of the time won't right like ring another doorbell right go to the next door ring it so we're partner with USF now all right the yeah, shout out to Mike and Colin yeah, yeah Mike and Colin we are partner with USF they just sent me an email they obviously don't understand that we're live right now so those guys need to get out <laughs> of the game right now um, get with the program guys yeah, Come get on. with the program guys Let's damn go. lieutenants uh, or captains he got as a captain because he had better yeah, things to do so, like, <laughs> he didn't want to lead soldiers anymore yeah, anyway yeah. say uh, welcome welcome to the trash talk hour uh, <laughs> the, you know we we are going to continue to take care of soldiers and we're and, and veterans like that if and we always say this if we get paid great if we don't get paid oh well Right, like we're just we're just here to help. Yep. We don't have the answer. There is no the answer. We have maybe your answer today for people that are watching, and then maybe one or two guys signs up with ACP today, or girls, right? Signs up. David, you see how I did that? Anyways, um, so oh, you almost forgot yeah. to do that, though. I did not. <laughs> Don't I mean, that word. Yeah. Everybody knows my. Everybody knows my yeah. intentions. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. care. So, so if if we get one veteran to sign up with ACP today, then the entire hour was worth it. The hour was already entire. It was already entirely worth it to us because I had a blast. Right? Like, yeah. like I, I like had a great time talking mm -hmm. with you know everybody so buddy recap all right super quick recap here we go guys nice hands hey uh, so uh first behoove uh, everybody to thanks, listen thanks uh thanks dr Thomas, for coming on uh it, it's it's really awesome the uh the organization that you guys have and the individual care that you you know you give to each person um i actually uh it, it, it's very hard to find that, and and you'll find uh, well, I found in a lot of other places that it's kind of dependent on the person that you get, uh, how how passionate and invested they are uh, is to the results you have from a lot of these organizations. But like Nick said, you know, it's on us. If you if you go there, you push the the, bu the button and the door opens. That's not where it ends. You know what I mean? You have to go in. You got to fill out your name. You've got to you've got to, you've got to help them to help you. And that's your job. Uh, if you want something then you're going to have to put in effort to get it, you know, uh, just like every other people or every organization that we have on the show. If you, if you want something, they're not just going to come to your house, scoop you up and rescue you from yourself. You have to, you have to grab the rope that's being thrown to you. Um, unless you're 900 and, pounds and it's Maury Povich, he'll get you out of your house. He'll show up. Uh, right maybe, sorry, yeah. maybe yeah, with yeah, a chainsaw. Sorry. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. So, so to recap, you know, Will Smith, 
Not a fan. Not a fan of uh, just slapping people. It's illegal. Can't do it. Shame, uh, don't do, like don't do so that much. anymore. Um, and you know what? I don't dislike Will Smith even now. No, everyone, I don't care for him anymore. Everyone, really. It was it well, was a bad everyone look, fucks and up. It wasn't given a life sentence over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everyone it was a bad look for him. Up. We've all screwed up. We've all. Career, uh, career pivots uh, if they want to change something or things haven't been working for them. So yeah, uh, mentors can be there. And they can go, so anybody that either wants to be a protege or a mentor, sign up at acp-usa.org. Boom. And for those Boom. of you, the chat just said we lost a little bit of sound for a second. Okay. So for everybody that's watching right now, this is going to be uploaded on YouTube shortly. Tell them to come find me. We'll fight about it. And it'll it. be on Spotify, Apple Music, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, all What's that your good stuff. So you guys can rewatch. Megan! But. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. I don't got anything. But There's a woman running through your house. There's a woman running through your house right now. I know. Uh, yeah. Good looking one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you the, do know the future, her? The All future right. Mrs. Trenton. Were, but we just want to make sure Mrs. you knew Trenton. her. No, yeah. We want to make sure you knew her. Because Buddy, you got to close out completely sure since you're actually wearing some BTT swag this time. I already did. I already did. No, you got to put the links. The links to... Oh, go ahead, Dave. Close this out. You know what? You think you can do it so well? You go ahead. No, we're good. We're good. I'm done. Oh, since you know everything, Dave, you do. Yeah, it was an honor. That's how you do that. Yeah, yeah, thanks was, thanks for having me on. Really, yeah, it was an honor, sure. sir. Thanks for, yeah, thanks but, for sharing but, yeah. all stick, stick around after we close out. Thanks for putting yeah. up with our fifteen-year-old mentalities while we're yeah. on the show. It's, yeah. it's our only time to act. But like that's the audience you're reaching, though. That's you're reaching yep. like everyone. Uh, every Private time. The state, the, well, the State of the Union yeah. address is always like at like a ninth-grade level because <laughs> that's who they're trying to talk to. You know, so it's not the oh. president being that dumb. He's literally talking to dumb people. And guess what? We're all dumb trash talkers. Okay, we all are. Well, lots of things. All right, so 
it's okay to say I don't freaking know. It's okay. It's Boom. Good. It's okay. Right? Happy like, Saturday. I sent my, my resume to that guy, and he said your resume sucks. All right, so it's okay. It's okay. Oh, that's because you're you know you're a lousy Kenny guard teacher. Yes. I've seen those. Cut the show. Boom. Happy Saturday. Cut it. <laughs>